Mighty G Force Radio Soul, the best in throwback hits and radio. It's the best in throwback hits radio, Mighty G Force Radio Soul, and we back with my main girl, Michelle Fisher Gilmore. And she brought a guest today, Miss Linda Joshua, first lady of SMBC. Very nice, very elegant looking lady. Go ahead, Michelle. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to my show. Today I have a very special guest. I have First Lady of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church of Plano, Texas, Miss Linda Joshua. How are you this morning? I am fine, Michelle. How are you this morning? I'm good. Thank you so much. I am so honored and that you chose to be my guest today. We're going to go ahead and start with our questions, if you don't mind. And one of my first questions for you is, Miss Linda, where did you grow up? Well, Michelle, I grew up in Mount Pleasant, Texas, which is a small town in East Texas. And that is where I grew up. And But I was born in Kilgore, Texas. And from being born there in Kilgore, I, the Lord just, so in his divine intervention, decided to lift me out of that place and then transfer me to Mount Pleasant from infancy so that he had a plan for my life and that's where it would take place in Mount did, Pleasant. Did you do your schooling in Mount Pleasant? Yes, everything. First, Elementary, secondary. Uh, secondary, graduated from Mount Pleasant High School in oh. 1972 and then from there went on to East Texas State University. Commerce! That's Texas A&M Commerce! <laughs> but it was E.T. Phone home E.T. Oh, my goodness. That was my school. And, you know, people made fun of it, you know, because E.T. Yeah. You know, my, when I went out. away to school, I went to, um, I decided to go to a junior college first. So I went to um, San Jose City College before I transferred to San Jose State. And um, I also, I ran track there. So their thing for teasing us was... Do you know your way, way to, to San, San Jose? Jose? I've been, been away too long. So that was, uh, you know, every time we would go to track, I like that song, too. I should have gone to San Jose. That song, so that was funny. So um, you guys are going to hear me say Mama Joshua instead of Linda, because I yes. call her Mama Joshua. One so, of my daughters. Um, Mama Joshua, what um, made you choose that college and why? East Texas State, what made me choose that college? Well, first of all, it was close to home. Mm-hmm. I was the only child. So my venturing out into the world needed to be close, uh, where my parents could come and you know visit me and pick me up, to bring me home. Because pretty much it was college back home, college back home, and uh, so it was it was a close place for me to be able to still be away from home, but still be close enough to it wouldn't be a hardship on my parents to come and bring me from college to visit at home and spend time oh, there at home with good. them. And what was your studies? Elementary education with a minor in English oh, and oh. loved it. Loved my time of education. Of course, 31 years later, I retired and here I am now. First lady. Ministry. Wow, women's wow. ministry. So what made you choose education as a career? It's interesting, um, Michelle, because as a child growing up, as I was the only child, um, my companions were my dolls. Mm-hmm. So at home, as a child, I would just take my dolls and I would put them in the bedroom and I just circle them around and then I would pretend like I was the teacher. 
and I would go to each stall and write down their answers to questions and stuff. I would let be their voices as if they were responding back to me. So it started as a child, just growing up and just playing, playing school, playing school with my dolls. And then once I started school, then in elementary. I had some wonderful, loving teachers that truly just poured into me, mm-hmm. and because of their pouring into me, and especially my high school teacher, that really said, "Linda, I see great things for you as you move into your adulthood, and I, I, I know you're going to excel. And wow. education will be it, and English will be one of your your subject areas that you will study. And uh, just from your writings that you write, uh, I see that. So it's just been." Oh, it's been in me. Didn't know that. Yeah. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. So was um, kindergarten your primary? Did you do kindergarten your yeah. whole career? No. Or I, did you go no. to different classes? I started in kindergarten. I am certified in kindergarten. In fact, you know, my certification is for a lifetime. So you don't get that now. You know, after so many years, no. you have to go back and recertify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am certified K through eight and gifted as well. Oh. Yeah, so praise the Lord for all so the new stuff. So if you want to come out of retirement, you can come out of retirement and go. I could go, go back, back in. I could go back in and teach K through eight. Have you ever thought about doing that? No, because that time, that time period of my life has gone. You know, mm-hmm. is that I was served at that time period, and now God has something else in store for me. So I moved out of that, gave my best to that in those thirty-one years. Started at junior high, seventh and eighth grade English in Austin. My first year, seventh and eighth grade English, and even before I graduated from uh, high school, uh, I guess the college recruiters came, and anyway, they said, "Hey, listen, as soon as you get out of college, you will have a job in Austin." I would have oh, a job, wonderful. so I went on, graduated, and then I went to Austin. And my first job, seventh and eighth grade English in Murkison Junior High School. I didn't want to teach. Uh, junior high, but it got me into education, into teaching. Mm-hmm. And from that first year, I taught and then moved on to kindergarten. Loved it there in Austin. Taught many years there. Then from there, I taught second grade, then taught first grade, and then moved to uh, Plano in '86 and started in first in Plano and then moved into second. And that's been my love. It's just my ideal, ideal niche for second grade. It's Loved second it. Grade. It's well, wonderful. I know when you. Um you know, learning your story and um, hearing different things about you that you had a waiting list of people for kids to be in your class you know, when you were a teacher. Yeah, now, you that's know amazing to have a, people it, say, I, I'm I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pregnant. And in five, six years, I want my child to be in Miss Linda's class. So I got to be on a waiting list. You know, that's amazing. Well, you know, I really enjoyed what I did, and I made it fun for my children. And because I pretty much became a child with them during during my teaching, because we we sung, we danced. You know, we made learning come alive. So if you wanted to do something in regards to science and the water cycle, then there was a song to act it out and for children to remember it by, rather than just trying to re- just remember uh, definitions and things like that. You made it come alive to them in actions, body movement, and yeah. so I I just loved it. And that's a great way to learn. Yeah, it is. Because I have some, you know, I, I work in education as well, and I work with um, special needs kids. And that and is a wonderful special way. needs. Special that needs. I give hats off to you. Yes, for kids to learn mm-hmm. is through songs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, is to put it in song, 
kids love to sing kids love to dance so yes. um hats off to you for that so mama joshua what brought you to to plano what brought you to plano what brought me to plano was that um my husband at the time not pastor joshua my first husband of 21 years uh he was moved here for eds Oh, Ross okay. Perot. And so that's how we moved from uh, Austin to here. And from that movement here, uh, got a job at Foreman Elementary School uh-huh. in Plano. And that's that's how we got here. You retired. Is that where you retired from? No, I retired in McKinney. I taught oh, two years okay. in McKinney. Pastor and I got married in 2004. And then uh, I spent two years teaching uh, at Wilmoth Elementary School, mm-hmm. and so then I retired. Is that one of the schools that opened? No. He didn't open that no, school? No, that's, that's one, one that he did he not was, open. He did not open. He was retired from oh, at that time. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, Mama, what brought you to, to SMBC? How did you get to SMBC? What brought me to SMBC was a close friend of mine. She really was just like a, a sister to me, and uh, she was going there. She was a member there. She served in different capacities, and so... Uh, I visited with her, and uh, she said, why don't you come come Shiloh? And from that invitation, I came, joined, started coming because she was there. And so then it just became my place of worship where I would come and worship. So that's how I ended there, through my close friend. And when you came there, you met? You know, uh, interesting enough, I came to Shiloh, and when I would come and worship, I did not hang around and visit with anyone. I just come. And worship leave. and and leave. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk to anybody or anything like that. So it was very surprising when I received a call from Pastor Joshua uh, to say, ask if I would like to go to dinner. You know, and I'm like, for what? I mean, why? I mean, I mean no, you. I mean, why? What? Okay. Why? Why are you calling me out of the blue? To ask me to go out yes, to dinner. Yes, to go out to dinner. Mama, did he take you to have Mexican food? Yes, he did. <laughs> and we've been having Mexican food. Oh, okay. Is that is that right? Good to say Mexican. I mean, uh, let's be appropriate. Okay, yeah. so yeah. But <laughs> Abuelos was our first date. Wow. Yes. You've been going there? And No, our, it was our first date, and we have not been back there. Isn't that interesting? It was our first date. We haven't been there for an anniversary, but it was our first date in December of 2003. Because, and, let me tell you, and, but he was having a he pastor ha- loves Mexican He does. Food. He does. He loves spiciness yes. because I am a spicy, well, spicy young lady. Say, you got to keep up spicy. with me. I'm spicy. Keep, keep, it, keep up with me. That is so <laughs> yes. funny. Yes. That yep. is so funny. I know when <laughs> Brett and I first started dating, he took me to the um, Perot Museum. Oh, and because um, I used to express to him that I love rocks. I love rocks. I love minerals. I do. It's weird to look at me. You wouldn't think. No, but yes, I love rocks. To I love maybe, minerals. but not to go in there. Yeah, I love looking at, at things okay. like that. So the Perot you're, Museum. You're, the Perot Museum. Yeah. So your first date. Well, now was there was a, a reason why it was there, because he ha- he had a funeral that day, mm-hmm. and so. They got the body mixed up and whatever in any way, so they took it to the wrong place. So then we had to wait. It was pouring down, raining, and so then finally he said, "Okay, oh, it's gonna be late. So, uh, can you still? Would you still be able to meet me?" I said, I, "Oh, I don't even drive in rain. Okay, I'll meet you." So I met him there because it was the closest. You know that would still be open once mm-hmm. he finished everything, and so we met there on a rainy night. And from that first night of meeting, that first date. We've been together now for 17 years. Wow. Yeah. God's God's just bless me. So mom, when when Pastor 
proposed to you, mm -hmm. were you ready to be a first lady? Did it did it dawn to you that I'm about to be a first lady of Shiloh Missionary Church, or was it like I'm just about to take on a husband and you know how that's a good question yeah that is a good question you know why that's a great question michelle because there was no first lady at shiloh no, i don't there's i don't know a uh, doctor uh, reverend trimble was married and uh i don't know how much involvement his wife was into shiloh uh but when i was coming there just visiting as a uh before a membership and coming I didn't see a first lady, and we you know, had, we did not have that no, type of leadership. No, so so I'll, I didn't know anything about first ladyship other than when I would go to other churches and see first ladies, and there was a certain type, you know, mm -hmm. like they wore big hats, the big hats, the big hats, the, the, the nice clothes, yeah, and then they sat in their places and really didn't interact with a lot of people. So I. I didn't even think about, oh, now becoming a first lady because he's the senior pastor. So when we married, uh, I asked him, I said, okay, so what is it that you would have me to do in my in my role here? You know, I mean, I mean, there's not a first lady here to see what you do as a first lady. Exactly. And he said, uh, what I need for you to do is just to be my wife just to be my supporter, not my number one supporter. I look to you uh, for encouragement. Uh, I look for you to be honest with me in, in, in my sharing of uh, in ministry, you know, and uh, what plans and vision we have for the church. You are my go-to person. I go to the Father uh, for divine uh, guidance, but also I seek my wife's guidance as well as to how we move forward as well yeah, as the church. So yeah, so he says, so you're my number one supporter. And what God has for you to do in your role here at Shiloh, he will reveal it to you and it will come through your gifts. So it won't be anything about where you're here every every day the church door is open, mm -hmm. that you need to be head over every ministry. Exactly. All programs come through you. God will tell you where your place is and then he will open up the opportunities for you to use those gifts and then continue in that role. So That's Mama, do you feel happened. like the church's expectations of you are, um, of your responsibilities are reasonable or overbearing? You know, responsibility see that that's the word responsibilities really when you're in a call when you're in a calling when you're in your divine role that god mm -hmm. has placed you in it's not a responsibility it's that this is what god desires of you it, it's that you're serving as unto him excellence unto him so what i do at shiloh is not dictated by uh a covenant agreement or anything responsibilities listed out in a plan i had to sign out uh so how I serve is how I serve through God's divine guidance. Exactly. And so, and because we have a flock, that means I need to be a part of the flock and I need to smell like the sheep. Mm. And I, I need to be the sheep because I am under my husband headship as the leader of Shiloh. I am a member, but I'm also his wife. And so, you know, I have to remember those two things are separate at times. I'm exactly. a member and I follow his leadership for Shiloh, but then it, as his wife, it's another capacity that I that I follow as that. But I, there's nothing about uh, overbearing or anything like that or uh, undue pressure or anything. I just, I serve out of my love for what I do and for my members at Shiloh. Yeah, because you, ha you have to. It's out of love for our people. 
I mean, you have to be you. You have yeah, to. You got to be yourself. You got to be, you be authentic. But at the same time, you have to learn how to put things, compartmentalize yes. things, and um, and. But that's in all, and that's in everything area, that you in do. life. That's in, yeah. in your in your job and your roles. You know, you don't take everything home with you. You let it go and know that not everybody's gonna love you. I was gonna say that. Okay. Do you have when you first? I remember. I remember when you first you. came to the church. I remember, and I was like, "Oh my God, she is so." This is way before pastor. <laughs> I just remember when you came. What's your name? You came, Tony. Tony. You know, Tony. I, you remember Tony? Yes, oh, short hair. Short hair. I remember yeah. yes. um, when you came with Tony. I was yes. like, "Oh my God, she is so jazzy and so sassy." And um, and then I remember the day when mm-hmm. pastor, you know, introduced, introduced you, me, introduced you to the church. I just thought that was the dopest. Way and all mouths drop. <laughs> when I tell you that was the dopest, <laughs> the most elegant, yeah. mm-hmm. sophisticated way that he mm-hmm. could have introduced you, mm-hmm. that was just like my respect level for him. Just yes. it was already high, yes. but it just just went up there. And you totally remind me of my first lady back home. My oh, first lady that okay. I grew up with. We um, pastor called her Apple Blossom. Oh, and um, she was so eloquent. So that she was, she's Mm -hmm. still living. So eloquent. So my first pastor back at um, Second Baptist Church of Monrovia, California, they Mm. retired a couple years ago um, because pastor had a heart transplant. Oh, God bless him. He is doing very well. They have since moved um, moved from um, Monrovia. Now they're in Las Vegas. Okay. So he retired from the ministry, but you know he's still on on Facebook and things like that. Stay in touch. Stay in touch. Wonderful. um, I I just want to. So you had a special relationship with them. You know, they're like family to you. Quick story. I can call my pastor now, right now. I can call Rem Dillard, and he will pick up the phone. And he will say, Michelle. He knows my name. Just like Pastor says, Michelle. So we're going to talk more about that when we come back, First Lady. Okay. And I have more questions for you, um, more laughs and giggles. Yes. We're going to talk about um, Pastor Joshua. So you guys okay. come back with us. We're going to take this break. You're listening to Michelle Fisher Gilmore, my special guest, First Lady of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church of Moravia. Stay tuned. We'll be back with you.
Living Life Different and my main girl, Michelle Fisher-Gilmore, and her special guest today, the First Lady of SMBC, Miss Linda Joshua. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming back. This is Michelle Fisher-Gilmore. Um, my guest today is First Lady, Miss Linda Joshua of SMBC, Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. Once again, thank you so much for I'm being so my guest. I'm so excited to be so here. Honored. I'm just this so excited. Is Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to have you. Um, I know we're going to have some a lot of laughs and giggles tomorrow well, after church. Oh, yes, you know that because Pastor is really going to be yeah, talking it up. He's going to talk it here. up. Yeah, and um, that he wasn't asked first. Yeah, okay, oh, that he wasn't. Yeah, he's going to get he wasn't. He wasn't asked first. So, um, um, First Lady, how how is, I asked you already, how is it being First Lady of, a, of the church, working, you know, mm-hmm. side by side with Pastor? But I want to know, how important is it for daily prayer and daily devotion? How, how important is that, period, for, for us as children of God? But how important is it for you? Because I know it has to, you have to get into that zone. You have to stay focused. Yes. It's a lot. Yeah, it, it's a lot. But you know what, uh, Michelle, you, you probably find yourself doing this yourself, is that prayer is continuous. It's not just in the morning and at night. Throughout the day, I'm stopping and I am saying a whisper prayer. Or I'm just putting a one-word prayer out there. Because that is something that connects you to the Father. And you need His continued guidance in your life throughout the entire day. So not just like a set time. But when you need to talk to Him, you know when it's time to talk to Him. And spending that quiet time alone in concentration in studying his word and just being still and silent so you can hear from him because really with everything that's bombarding us from the tv set to the radio uh to what we listen to uh on um podcast and let's make sure we're listening to the right podcast but we have so much coming at us we need to steal ourselves so we can hear from him and what he would have us to do and who do we need to seek out and serve and touch because we are his hands and feet and if we're not out there on the ground floor moving and and and, and being amongst the people Mm -hmm. and being observant and looking around and seeing if we can just feel a connection to someone we're missing the point of our existence here it's 
not here for a job. It's not here just to pop popularity and likes on Facebook. We are here on a mission. We are to win souls for him. We are to draw others to him that don't know him. And so I'm very serious about prayer throughout the day. Lord, give me, direct me to the person you would help me to go to. Lord, I am troubled about the decision that I need to make right now. Father, I am concerned about this sister right now, what she's going through. I need to, who do I need to direct her to that can bring help bring her out of her situation right now? Father, our nation is hurting. Exactly, we are still exactly. dealing with stuff that we thought had, had been overcome, but we're still fighting the battle of racism. Exactly. We're still fighting the, the battle of religious freedom for people. We're still fighting the ba- battle of being considered equal in the eyes of who? In the eyes of who? You created us all. So I know it's continuous throughout the day and just being in a quiet place so that way uh, I connect connect to him and see, Linda, this is what I need for, need from you. I, I have a, a app on my phone and um, it's like every two hours it goes off and I just stop I if I'm working with a kid if I'm whatever I just stop and I just say a silent prayer because you have I have to stay connected I have to stay connected and it's not for just I laugh and I joke and I say it's not really always for me no it's for it's other others. people it's because um you know I, there's no secret. I, I'm very open with my life. I'm, you know, I was diagnosed with bipolar one, and I have a tendency of popping off. I will pop off. So oh, I have to. I'm stop. so glad you're letting me know that, I Michelle, because I'm like, I need to be aware of that, girlfriend. Listen, come on. Okay. And I have to to pray about yeah. certain issues, and I have to bring myself. I have to center myself. I have mm-hmm. to make sure I stay centered. I have to make sure I stay balanced at all time and I also have to pray I pray at my job I pray for my job I pray for my kids I pray for my sisters I pray for my brothers I pray like you said I pray for the nation mm-hmm. I always stop and say a prayer because it balances yes. me it gives me and it gives me something to move forward for, mm-hmm. to yes. for the next day or the next minute you know yes. some days sometimes in my life the life I have I don't I, I can't pray for tomorrow because I don't even know if tomorrow is That's if I'm it. gonna have a tomorrow. That's it. I pray for the next hour, yeah. the, next the next thirty the minutes, next the next fifteen yes. minutes, sometimes yes. the next minute. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it's important yes. to have that 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 prayer, that yes. prayer life. And you know, Pastor tell us we should pray in the morning mm-hmm. at, least, at yes. least three times a day. Pray without morning, ceasing. Afternoon. Pray without night. ceasing. You know, yes. just 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 keep it prayer. Mm-hmm. So, um, Mother Dashima. Yeah. What? What would your, how would your friends or your best friend, how would your best friend? Well, that's a good question, Michelle, <laughs> because, you know, uh, you're my friend. So what, how would you describe me? I would describe, how you going to flip it? You know, it's, you gonna, it's a good I'm way to flip it. It's a good way to flip, flip it because it you're a friend. <laughs> and if, if, if Tracy was in here, I would ask her, so Tracy, what would you say I, about as, me? But I don't see myself as your friend. You see myself as my daughter. I see, yeah, I see I see you as my mom. So as my mom, I describe you as very, very open, elegant, sassy, loving, caring. I love the relationship you and Pastor have. I love your 
how you guys interact with each other, how you joke. I love how you Josh, Josh, you know, everybody Josh, Josh, you know, I love that. I love the relationship that I see. You know, I don't know what goes on behind closed door and that's not my business. But what I see as you being first lady and you serving as a member of Shiloh, not just necessarily as pastor's wife Mm -hmm. i i look at you as a member Mm -hmm. of shiloh and how you navigate Mm -hmm. your life through shiloh and how you deal with our members Mm. you know i love that i love that about you so you know that that's my opinion of you and i'm pretty biased but through being biased i'm I'm a realist you know what it's interesting that you know you call me mom i don't know how how i have so many adult children at Shiloh men and me the men too mom 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 and and I'm like okay all right then and to be thought of that way that you connect to them at that kind of level so friends um my friends I kind of I guess I don't really have a lot of what you say close Close friends. friends yeah I have like my sister friends my my sister friends at church uh I'm really of a homebody type. I really pretty much am. But my friends would probably say that I am one that loves at all times. I am fun to be with. I'm funny. I try to be funny. Uh, I'm caring. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm a giving person, yes. uh, you know. Um, yes. uh, I, I do like to uh, see if I can be of help to others, you know, and just to be able to just unwind and just be for real, a real person, you know, that we can have conversations and we're not talking 24-7 about the Bible all the time, all the time. you know, and it's every time they see me, oh gosh, here she comes. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. That, no, yeah. let's talk about a movie. What are you yeah. watching now, girl? Exactly. You know, so just to be a real person. So yeah, keep it real, fun, uh, laughter, uh, clown. I do clown around. Yeah, you know, I do. You know, so I do. Time. I do. I, so, I enjoy so that. So with that being said, you know, we, we all know that you're, you're, you're spiritually mm-hmm. grounded. Um, can, tell me one of your earliest experiences with God as a child. I know, child, what's your earliest experience with God to where you knew it was God and it wasn't mm-hmm. like I'm watching TV and I see something. What is your earliest experience you had with, with the Father? You know, probably like you, Michelle, is growing up. I was brought up in the church, mm-hmm. okay, because my mother was a stewardess, and so I was brought up in the African American Episcopal Church, okay. African Methodist Episcopal Church, AME, and so uh, I was in church. I served in every capacity at church. I was choir. I was Sunday school teacher. I was uh, the Christian ed teacher. I mean, I mean, I served in every capacity except the pastor, because uh, right. I really couldn't do that, but. And so I was just immersed in it, okay? Because that was my life. It was school. It was church. It was school and church. That was it. Nothing outside of that. That was it. Nothing outside. Sports and church. Yeah. And so I didn't even have sports. So my outlets was school and church. Nothing else. Uh, and then my mother signed me up to take piano lessons. And so from the music school there, taking music lessons there, uh, I was immersed there spiritually too with my music teacher. But uh, but. I can say that when it really kind of connected to me is, I don't know if you remember the Campus Crusade for Christ with Billy Graham. I I sure do. 
And so they would come uh, to different cities, and I know it was one time they held it in the movie theater. And, and I went, and there, it was like, when that Just As I Am hit, and Billy Graham was up there preaching and whatever. Now, this is really, I was like, it really hit me. Like, the Holy Spirit really actually, it, I felt it then. And it's like, and I was just drawn. Now, I've been, I've already been sprinkled as a child. But now, I am in high school. I'm in high school. So now, it's a whole different understanding. And when he's up there preaching and he's really, you could tell he, he was so anointed that I felt it. And so then, at that point, it's like, when it's like, just as I am without one, but it's like all of that's like I'm drawn, and now I'm, I'm already connected to the front, mm-hmm. and I'm now going up to yeah. now uh, give my life to Christ, Christ, but I'm already in know, Christ. Billy yeah. was our he, growing up, he was, he was, he was the T, he was the yes. TJ, yes. he was the, yes. the Creflo, yes. he, was the, he was what they call the big yes. mega churches yes. now, and so and so then it's like then it took on a different importance to me at that time but then again i'm still here now i'm in school uh still church high school going on going on to college but truly um to really be serving the way lord had anointed me to serve, i didn't do that it's really interesting i didn't come to that place in my life to where i was fully immersed in the faith and doing what god had designed for me to do and this is the truth is that in my 40s and 50s, when my divorce, during the divorce period, when I had 10 years of divorce time, um, and I was now on my own, that was when, Lord, I need to get to, I one, I didn't know me, okay, because I was all wrapped up in marriage, okay, uh, and who he saw me as, but not who I was. I never was me. So then I, I after I, I was I had out of that nine year marriage, yeah, and it was all yeah. about him. Then it became, him. Lord, show me who I am and then help me to know who you are. And that's exactly. something to that's say something. that you're in your 40s and now you're now coming to the place of really now getting to know, understanding to know. him and yeah. who he is. And that's when it happened. That's when it became really real. And so from that, I'm thanking, so thankful for that awakening and uh, truly that Billy Graham moment to then now, Linda, you're now on your own. Now can you now know me? Yeah. Because yeah. now I've taken every, this is and then, at, at some time, At some point you have to take on and ask yourself, you know, or find like who is mm-hmm. your spiritual hero? Who is your role mm-hmm. model? Who's your spiritual role model? And for me, mine was growing up. It was it was our first lady, uh, Second Baptist Church, um, uh, Moravia. That was that was my spiritual role model. And and then coming here, it was um, it was Pastor. You know, mm-hmm. Pastor mm-hmm. is he's like mm-hmm. my superhero. He's mm-hmm. like my mm-hmm. because he he doesn't treat you with a long stick mm-hmm. like you know and you know when I first came personal. to Dallas from California I was going to the Potter's house now there's nothing wrong with the Potter's house I like T.D. Jakes mm-hmm. whatever but I felt so I felt such a disconnect I felt such a disconnect because all my life I was able to after church walk into my pastor's office and and talk to my pastor I was able mm-hmm. to when things got rough I was able to call and talk to my pastor not a deacon mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. a go, go, second go cousin go to, the, to yeah. the mother yes. ship uh-huh. you know I yeah. was able to talk to, to Reverend Dillard like mm-hmm. I said I can probably call him right now and he would know who I am and mm-hmm. we can talk mm-hmm. 
And I like that about second mm-hmm. about um, Shiloh Missionary mm-hmm. Baptist Church because after service we have our time. group and it we come, have our time, and, and it's not a click. No, Anybody it's not like in. you have to have a passcode yeah. <laughs> to get in past yes. office. It's whoever yes. Yes. wants to come in there and say hi. Mm-hmm. I enjoy yes. the service. Yes, yes. sit talk. down, yeah. drink, mm-hmm. get some candy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's. That, that's Pastor yes. Joshua, yes. and and to me that is a beautiful thing. That's the kind you of know, relationship you need to have. Thing to to know that you can call your yes. your pastor yes. and talk to him about anything, anything. anything. I mean, yes. anything. Some yes. things you uh, you don't want to talk to pastor yes. about. He gonna right. talk to you about right. it because he yes. gonna pull your, your yeah. chain. Yes. So that that's my my spiritual yes. um, hero. You know, at yes. Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. So, do you have a spiritual hero? You know or what? A role I'm, model. You know what? I would say, really, just in my growth as a pastor's wife, I would say, uh, Doctor Walls. When I would go to the Baptist Congress, mm-hmm. uh, there was a class that ministers. Oh, Sister Waddell. Waddell. She taught, and it was about ministers' wives and leaders. As leaders, and so I took her class every year, and I think that is where I just really was amazed by her and in awe of her, and how she interacted with her husband, and how she talked about her church, and then just about her application of the knowledge of the Bible. So, in my years of going there, after becoming the first lady there at Shiloh and going there to the different congresses and conventions, that's where my growth really took place, mm-hmm. and just under her leadership and just seeing how you carry yourself as a was woman of God. Was she a first lady? She no. I okay. see the thing about it, I've never had a first see remember. I've never you didn't had have a first example. lady. No, and even growing up in, in my church, uh, Amy Church, the first ladies were not like the first ladies you see. They were just like wives going to church, you know. Just coming to church like I was, and I really didn't see them as, as any role that they played other than they just were the wife, you know, coming to church being a mother so I uh, really didn't even see those roles I will tell you one though Maudine Shepherd, mm-hmm. Joseph Shepherd's wife uh, Dr. Shepherd was pastor's uh, pastor for him uh-huh. and so his wife was one I would say that was just a really inspiring woman of God and a first lady so I would say I would look to her she had elegance she had presence she also had served in every capacity, but she also had a heart for the people, which is what I feel and like being I have a first for a heart lady, for the you people. You have to be yeah. a people's person. Yes. I mean, you, you have to. And you want to connect to all people. You have to connect. And there's yes. not a, like you say, a, a click. Because it's not a yeah. job for everybody. No, no. And it, that's, it should that's be. That's a calling. A, it's a calling. That's it. It is a calling. So I serve in my calling. And so you just, you want to bring everybody into the fold. Mm-hmm. And anyone that comes into Shiloh, uh, they're in my space. You can come and be in my space. I can come up to you, uh, make you feel welcome, bring you over, invite you to be a part of things. Exactly. So you want to connect. You want to connect to anyone that comes through that door at Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. You want to make a connection with them. And whether they stay is one thing, but if you have a connection with them, I guarantee you they're going to come back at least one more time to see where you're for real or where you're just perpetrating. Exactly. So to get membership, as, as Pastor will tell you in a minute, it's not about membership. No, it's, it's about a, saving souls. Yes, yes, it's saving about saving soul. souls and keeping yes. them on the right side of. 14, I know that's it. And not on the side, side of the of jail the of the police station. Yes. 
Tracy and I, yes, last I week we talked about how Pastor said you don't, we want That's to keep it. you on keep on you this, side, this side. That's this it. This side of the church. That's what he said. So, Mom, has there ever, ever been a time where you just like, I just don't want to be First Lady no more? I just want to be Josh. Just wife. be just. I just want to be the wife, wife and mom. And I don't want. Um, no. You know why I can say no? It's because there's not a dictated list of things that I must do, and because because it's your ministry. It's my ministry, and because as his wife, I serve as his wife when I need to be there to assist him in certain things. But then I have my own areas that I serve in, and then there are times I can just be at home. And be at home and be his safe place when his day is over, that he's had this full day and he comes home. And now this needs to be a peaceful, calming environment. And now he can come and unwind and bear his soul to me of what he's had to deal with through the day. So, you know, I, I'm i not caught up in stress and stuff like that with Shiloh and mm-hmm. what goes on. Because what I need to be a part of and, and do, I'm there. But then I'm not having to be there 24-7 and have my have my hands on everything that's going on. Okay, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, Mom, I want to talk about, I know you're a mom, and I want to talk about your sons, your oh, yes. handsome, grown yeah. sons. Yes. I want to talk about them. I want you to share um, with us one of your sons. Um, activities mm-hmm. and another son we don't really know too much about I think it's the oldest one it's the oldest, the oldest yes, one the we oldest. don't really know too much yes. about him okay just the fact that he is a handsome young man but um, when we come back we're gonna talk more about your sons we're gonna we're gonna have closing remarks um, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to share a, a story share a story with us and give information on where people can contact you if they like to and also how people can jump on our zoom meetings if they if they would um so i'll be back with first lady of shiloh missionary baptist church this is michelle fisher gilmore a gfm radio soul this is my testimony everybody how god favored me in spite of my enemies And if God did it for me, he'll do the same thing for you. Don't worry about your haters. Your haters can't do nothing with you. Listen to these words. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is felt most when it's genuine. I had a whole lot of people in my life. abused my love they manipulated it and took the strength of it and tried to misuse it but I can't help but to give God glory today when I think about all I've been through and I still came out on the winning side about you but I know that he favored me because my enemies they did try sing it y'all but they couldn't triumph over me because great is he that is in me than he that's in the world that's what they did that's what they did they told a whole lot of lies but God favored me my character 
my character, my integrity, my, integrity, my faith in God, he favors me, but it would not will fall, not fall, would not bend, will not bend won't, compromise. won't compromise, God favors me, God favors me. I spoke I life, life and, prosperity. and prosperity, I even spoke health, he favors me, they whispered about me, they conspired against me, they told a whole lot of lies on me, but God favored me, my character, my faith in God, he favored me, it will not fall, not gonna bend, won't compromise, back from the break man what a great show and so happy to have miss linda joshua first lady of smb c church make sure y'all go out there and support them i mean they got a powerful word and a powerful ministry uh this is my main girl michelle Gip fisher gilmore i'm still working on that name but i'm getting better at it and living life different how you doing michelle i'm good i'm good thank you so much Thank you for coming back. Today, my special guest is First Lady of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church of Plano, Texas. Yeah, I was about to say Morovia, yeah, California. California. Back in California. Yes. Give that she direct, understands. I Give do. that direct I, address. I, it's, I do. It's, um, I do. Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church of Plano, Texas. Yes, we are 920 14th Street in Plano, Texas. So, hey, come and visit us. We have 11 o'clock service on Sunday. So, come out, join us. You will made to feel welcome and hear a word from the Lord that yes, speaks directly will. to welcome, you. Welcome, welcome. You yeah. will be welcome from the time you hit the front door till the time you leave. Service is over. We are a very 
friendly, hospitable church. So First Lady, I talked to the audience and I told them that when we come back, we're going to talk about you being a mother, which yes, is amazing. Yes, yes. So do you want to tell us about your kids? I no. Two boys. No. <laughs> and that answer would be no. Two okay, I'm boys, just joking. Two boys. <laughs> I have two grown sons. The oldest is 45. His name is Eddie. And he is a store manager at CBS in in Allen, and then my youngest is 41, I guess I shouldn't be telling their ages, uh, Karsten, and uh, he is a fitness trainer, and he is an American Ninja Warrior competitor, and has been at the national finals for the past seven years, and now uh, he's looking to venture into some other things that he is wanting to do that God has placed on his heart, so two wonderful sons uh truly they are servants themselves and they are faith men and they have a heart for people and children and just being uh giving to the community and outreach and just uh being a life that god has placed them placing them to be so. now as you said carson he is a american ninja warrior yes. now you guys let me tell you something yes. about carson yes. and his mother yes. When you, if you go and you YouTube some of Carson's shows, <laughs> you will see First Lady, yeah, yes, on the sidelines, yes. jumping and yeah, cheering yeah. her son on. Yes. It is the yeah. most amazing, yes. but yet funniest thing to see First Lady in that yes. aspect as a mom mm. over just yeah. cheering and jumping up and down, yes. um, supporting her son, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And her sons come and they come and, and worship with us. Mm. From time to time. Mm -hmm. um, so first lady. Yes. What are some things that we have not touched on. During this podcast. That mm -hmm. you would like the audience to know. I am glad you asked me that Michelle. Because what I would like to share. Is that uh, in 2009. God birthed a ministry. A women's ministry through me for Shiloh. And it is called Sisters Mentoring Sisters. And our mantra is, sisters, that we are inspiring, we are supporting, we are teaching, we are encouraging, we are reaching sisters, and sisters through all stages of life. So I am truly thankful that God chose me to be the vessel to which this ministry would come to Shiloh. And uh we offer mentoring, one-on-one -on -one mentoring, but we also have a whole group fellowship uh, once a month and where we come together. Before COVID, we would come together. We would have praise and worship. We would have a health topic. Yes. Uh, and we would have doctors and nurses that would come and address health topics that were specifically geared to women, and especially African-American women. Exactly. And so we really... You can't praise no, God if you're no. sick. I mean, you yes. can the and whole, you should. Yeah, you're, but you're you want to be whole because you want to come and you want to... You want to worship yes. with the so sisters. We did that. Ahead, and then from there, we would break out into Bible study. And so right now, because of COVID compliances and stuff, right now we're on Zoom, mm -hmm. uh, which I am thankful for that because we are still able to reach out to the masses and minister through the Zoom technology. And at this present time, our study is Jesus Over Everything by Lisa Whittle. So uh, if you are able to join us in the listening audience, we will be back on the second Saturday in May, I think it's May 14th, I believe, from 10 to 12, uh, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., and we will be uh, 
continue our study of Jesus over everything. We'd love to have you to join us. Well, thank you very much. And mom, I want to know, if you were your own business, your Linda Joshua's her own business, her whole, her own empire, her own corporation. What would your mission statement be, and 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 how would it represent the people to remember who you are? That's a deep question. You didn't even give me that in the pre write up questions <laughs> to, to to look over. So no, you just put me on the spot. But you know what? I would say that the ministry. Our sisters mentoring sisters ministry, uh, our our acronym sisters who are inspiring, who are supporting, who are teaching, who are encouraging, who are reaching sisters, all sisters in various stages of life. That would be who I would be. Is that yeah. that that would be my my essence of of what I would like to put into the world. Is that I am about women, for women, and whatever from uh, a. A, a elementary young lady to a high school to a young adult to a college to a, a mature woman to a woman of widowhood whatever stage you're in you find yourself in I want to be that woman that can address you not only from your spiritual needs but also to just feel like that you have someone that can just connect to you as sister to sister yeah and, and that's friend to deep, friend and that's something that 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 I'm learning mm-hmm. you know I do life coaching for individuals dealing with mental health issues mm-hmm. and you know you have to be a special person and I consider myself a very special person you have to be a special person to be able to not only minister but be able to coach like you said I have some I have two clients that are are elementary kids that are dealing with I don't want to say they're dealing with with um, bipolar but they mm-hmm. deal with some mental health issues and then I have to switch because I can't talk to five-year-old child the way I talk to mm-hmm. a thirteen-year-old child. That's true. And then mm-hmm. I can't talk to a thirteen-year-old child like I talk to a, a woman in her twenties. That's and then I can't talk to a woman in her twenties as you know, just getting out of college, <laughs> struggling to to find a career like mm-hmm. I would a woman in her late thirties. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different. Each decade of your life brings something different, and you have yes. to be able to. Um, navigate and shift your own atmosphere yes. of talking to someone with you got to meet them where they are meet them where they are basically yes. you have to meet them where they are and right now I'm finding myself which I never thought like God is amazing because I never thought I would be ministering or coaching widows yes. like I'm at yes. that age where my yes. friends are losing their husbands and and you're thinking how am I going to help? And I'm thinking, how am I going to, to help? I don't understand yes. that. I haven't experienced that. You know, mm-hmm. I've experienced a lot, mm-hmm. but I have not experienced the death of 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 a spouse. You know, so you just really your have to call on the Lord yes. for that. And even just because you haven't experienced it, by your presence of just being there with them. Sometimes not saying anything, but just your presence says a lot that I'm here for you. However, I need to be used. How I can assist you if it's just a cry on, cry on my shoulder mm-hmm. for me just to love on you, for me just to sit with you and and not say a word. That means a lot. Just your presence just being your there. Presence. Just your presence. Yeah, because that, that's deep. That's yes, deep. it is. You know, I've I've experienced it. Um, 
three times now. I, I lost my best friend, which I talked. I, I will mention his name on every show that I do. Johnny Lee Youngblood was my best friend. Um, I lost him last year. So now his wife, Denise, has moved here with me. So that is just mm-hmm. such an honor, but it's such a responsibility too, because now I'm, I feel responsible to to hold her up. To mm-hmm. I, I'm responsible yeah. for her because you know Johnny is looking down, going, you know, you got to hold yeah. my wife up, yeah. you know. And then my god sister just lost her husband of thirty something years, and um, you know, trying to hold her up and mm-hmm. from from Texas to California, you know, it's hard. Yes, it's hard to be that woman of God and and deal with with um with these the issues. different issues and, and you just you can't sit there and cry no, with them no. all the time because that's not no. what you need but you know it, it's but amazing how them, god say gives you yeah. the words he gives you the words but yes you can cry with them because sometimes they that's your loss too that's yeah. you connected to their person but you also connect to them so yes you need to shed those tears because it lets them know that you're feeling that same pain you know jesus wept for, for those that were close to him you know so he knows that we know loss hurts and uh, and the only way we can get through that is that one we are connected to the father but we also are connected to those who would love and care about us that will help to to help us through that that yeah. that particular time yeah it is it, it's it's amazing how how god will give you the words mm-hmm. to um to deal to deal with people's issues that you've never experienced mm-hmm. do you find it hard as being first lady when people just come up to you just at the drop of a dime, like I'm sitting there mm-hmm. laughing and joking, and someone says, First lady, can you come out here and pray with me? Mm-hmm. And you got to stop from laughing and joking, and now you got to put yes. on, yeah. And I'm not gonna say put on your first lady yeah. hat because but you now, never take that right. hat off, but now you have to go from laughing and joking mm-hmm. with us in pastor's yeah. office to now yeah. you got to go Step be a spiritual leader, yes, and go just be deep, yeah, and yeah. pray for someone for whatever issue you don't know what their issue, issue is. is. That's true, and you know what? And what you do is you step aside, you go into a quiet place, you find a, a, a place that you can pray quietly, separately from the masses, and then you ask them what their need is. What is it? How can I pray for you? But really, we're going to pray together. Mm-hmm. So, because once you leave me, you need to know how to pray for yourself. So, some people don't know how to pray for themselves. Some of them may just now not be even into prayer but they know I need some prayer but I don't know where it's coming from because I'm not that church person you know I, exactly. but but I know I'm at church so may, can you pray for me to help me to get through this so to the side where no one's around and then asking how can I pray for you and then to pray with them and specifically for their need not no long drawn out prayer but yeah. specifically what it is that you would like to for me to present to the father through Jesus Christ and then from there he takes the reins but then you now need to go and continue to pray for yourself because that's where the work comes we need to have that open line of communication with him exactly. so telling them okay I'm praying praying for you and I will continue to keep you in my prayers but now you need to continue to seek the Lord on your own through that communication so once you get the connection with him it'll come easier for you but for some people that's the hardest thing is prayer even with it, uh, I, I have saints. to admit it's very even, hard it was very for hard saints, for me sometimes it's hard for them mature saints to, yes. to pray but anyway I yeah pray for yourself yeah encourage yourself you, and you know who who got me on that um 
praying for myself on a regular and not just praying for myself, but praying for myself the correct way, like mm-hmm. how to ask, go to the father and mm-hmm. ask. And him if it's in his for will, things. and if it's, it's in his will, will. because his every will. time you pray, he's not going to yeah. just give no, you, give, give no. you. not the candy store. Right. He's not just throwing out, throwing no. out, throwing out. No. And it was the late Reverend Vaughn. Okay. Yeah, he, he is truly missed. Late Reverend Vaughn, yeah. um, I remember going to him one day. I was broken. I mean, I was broken. And Reverend Vaughn mm-hmm. said, this is what you do. If you need prayer for this, you look up in the Bible. It's a specific, there are scriptures that speak to that. And speak the scripture to the Lord. And when you speak it to him, he cannot let his word go back. Boy, he has to act on it because when you speak his word, hey, look, okay, you're holding me accountable for what what I placed in here. So yeah, speak his word. Put you in it. So anything that you pray, bring the scripture forth. If it's like, well, you said that I should, uh, I should come to you with all things. You said that you you have the cowl of a thousand hills. Well, why am I going through this struggle right now? Speak His word, Lord. This is what you said. This is what exactly. you said. And I well, you and know, I trust this you. This has been this has been such a pleasure and such an it honor has, to so have you. This has. has been so much oh, yes. fun. I'm so to have you here. So excited to be here and my friend, my oh, well, my is, daughter. To, to this invite has been me. this has been amazing. Um, I was so nervous. I, I told you. Tell I me about it. Tell me about it. I told her to get some rest, put in the Lord's hand, and go to bed. And go to bed. But I am so honored that you chose to come and do this interview. And thank you for inviting me. I'm, this has been an so, honor and a, and a pleasure. Um, so I'm going to let you be able to, if you wish to share information on how someone can get in contact with you and for what reason to get in contact with you, give the address, phone number, whatever you want to give to Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. So at this time, Mom, I'm going to let you go ahead and, and give 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 that, that well, information. Okay, well... Uh, uh, you can find me at Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church, 920 14th Street in Plano, Texas. Uh, you can find me there for worship service at 11 on Sundays. Uh, we also do have midweek service uh, on Wednesday evenings from 7 to 8 p.m. So come out and join us. If you're not able to come out on a Sunday, uh, you need to refuel yourself to, to get you through the week. Amen. So let's come out on that midweek service night. And uh, I also go and worship there as well uh, for midweek service. So come out, uh, get the word, and then let it carry you through till you're fueled up again on Sunday if you're able to join again. And if you don't come to Shiloh, do find a place of worship. Find a covering for you. Find a connection, a community of saints that you can grow together and that you can be under the covering of a pastor so that you can uh, have a connection of like-minded saints who that you can worship with, that you can fellowship with, and that you can come and hear the true word of God, the word of God being spoken from his word, the Bible, Bible not based. someone's opinion. Oh, no, it is God's word being uh, anointedly preached by our pastor and the associates there at Shiloh. Also, Sisters Mentoring Sisters, our ministry, our Bible study, join us on the second Saturday of the month from 10 to 12. 
10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on Zoom. Uh, information will be on our, our website. So if you want to forget, if you forget when it's going to be, it'll be on our website uh, as we near that particular time. So just come out. Love to hear from you. And uh, again, if you would like to speak with me, you can call the church. Uh, and the church secretary there will take your name and your message phone number and then will relay it to me and I'll get back with you. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. This is Michelle Fisher Gilmore with GFN. So you can always, as I say, give me a call at 972-742-0285 or you can email me at Living Life Different LLC or you can get me at Living Life Different Podcast. Like I said, you can call me at 972-742-0285. Monday through Friday, that would be from 8 to 10 p.m. Central Time. So I am so glad we were able to fellowship today. Always, please pick up my book. My book is Stronger Than the Day Before, Finding Peace in My Mental Illness. This is Michelle Fisher-Gilmore with GFN So. You guys have a blessed week. And remember that prayer solves a lot of answers. I love you all. And there's nothing you can do about it. Love you too. Love you.